Primo. <laughs> I do think you should start every show that way. That's our Yeah, that would be the WWE That's our move, wouldn't music. it? <laughs> Just take something that is sort of amusing one time and make it the thing forever. <laughs> we are the bar. <laughs> Yep, everything. Just everything. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Remember Eva Marie? (laughs) Yeah, I do. Sort of amusing (laughs) for way too long. Yeah. All right, we get it. (laughs) So, So, yeah, Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell. More like heck in a sec. I don't even want to know. I was happy that that guy and his mom were there. Yep, that was probably the best part. Yeah, he was so excited for Dolph Ziggler. I told you. You were right. <laughs> he had, we thought, did we count three different Dolph Ziggler signs? It was either two or three. Two or three. Yeah. They were each great. I think I wrote down what the first one said. The second one was just a Dolph Ziggler. Oh, give me Dolph or give me death. Yes! That is a bold... <laughs> Like, if anyone else had that sign, like, oh, all right, they're being clever. But Uh, this is a guy who shows up into the front row of every single pay-per-view and holds up a sign saying, give me Dolph or give me death. I think he means it more seriously. He's a libertarian. (laughs) (laughs) And, And now I think that is proof, along with another sign he used to... He used to hold up. Yeah. When Emma, remember her, the mm. the woman that would punch bubbles in the oh, air. Oh, you or mean uh, um, what's uh, Tennille Dashwood? <laughs> no, that's not her name, is it? Yeah, <laughs> on uh, on Ring of Honor. <laughs> She's on Ring of Honor. Hell yeah! She shows up in all. I don't want to give you a spoiler, but you might see her in All In. I I still need to watch All In, and I'm going to. I don't mean to talk about. I don't want to make this the All In podcast <laughs> again. But, wait, do you? Maybe we should do an All In podcast. Each episode, we, we cover one of the matches in depth for two hours. Oh, this is this is the Dream Podcast. Who wouldn't want to hear that? Besides everyone. <laughs> so that I think that guy's libertarian because I remember <laughs> I remember him also holding up a sign saying something about democracy. And, and it, it, but it was like a play, you know, Emma, Emma, Ocracy. And, uh, yeah, for it, she was the dim. <laughs> may, may, maybe he's just extremely clever. Nope, <laughs> <laughs> he's a libertarian for sure. And um, he wants maybe that's how he made his fortune, which he now uses to, or his mother, or I don't know who's I don't know what is where are they? Where do they come from? What did they do? He's like Jared Kushner. well they'll both be in saudi arabia again soon yep but he won't be in the front row (laughs) no that must really kill him oh my god the um this will be two pay-per-views in one year he can't get a front row (laughs) oh you're right camera size seat (laughs) how was mom definitely can't go Oh God, Jesus! <laughs> I mean, that's just true. It's a fact. That's just true. It is a fact. Do you remember when they um, were showing they showed a uh, WWE promo that had Car- uh, the uh, quote air quote accidentally showed a promo that included Carmella? Yeah, and during the the Greatest Royal Rumble. Yeah, the Greatest Royal Rumble, and there's awesome and cell phone footage of the crowd's reaction. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Where they just lost their fucking minds. In what way? But like, uh, like a good way. They're like, whoa! <laughs> and I said, it's like, yeah, we, welcome. And it was just like, like oh, that's the, it was just the sound of. No, it was like she was. It was some promo where she was. They were all like cutting between different wrestlers saying things, and everyone's in their gear, but she was uh, just like in her ring gear. And but and this it, was Emma. No, 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 uh, Carmella. Oh, it's Carmella, and the reaction was just the sound of repression being <laughs> released a little. <laughs> I tell, like, oh. I tell Cat um, slash Dundalk Diane that. <laughs> When Kevin Owens' music hits... Protect the business. <laughs> when Kevin Owens' music hits, you hear this like kind of guttural, <laughs> collective frat boy yes, I yell. <laughs> Everyone sounds like Braun Strowman <laughs> when they <laughs> hear Kevin Owens' music. And I imagine that is the same sound like a fraternity would make when like a sorority shows up. <laughs> <laughs> you think Kevin Owens and a sorority showing up at a fraternity would get similar pops? Yep. <laughs> that's kind of what I'm imagining. <laughs> that's kind of what I'm imagining the sound in Saudi Arabia was like. <laughs> I'll find that video and send it So basically, it to you. if we wanted to experience what it was like to see Carmella in a Saudi Arabia crowd, we just need to listen to Kevin Owens' music. <laughs> yeah. You got it. Right. It captures the moment perfectly. Uh, or in like if you, in like a more romantic way, AJ Styles. Listen to that. Oh, he's good. He's good. You can hear like ten thousand people saying all at once. <coughs> oh man. <coughs> yep. yep. So I have yep. a I have an anecdote. Ooh, I love anecdotes. <coughs> or a story. Well. I like anecdotes better, but if it's a story, I'll stick <laughs> So, um, Kat and I were watching an episode of Black Mirror this past weekend. And it was the episode where... Have you seen all of them? Oh, mm. yeah. All right. So I've had many a long, dark night <laughs> rocking back and forth going, what the... Why? <laughs> Why are any of us alive? That show is amazing. So, oh, yeah. spoiler alert <clears throat> for the... 16 people that oh, yeah, listen just to the show. Pause this. <laughs> go watch all of Black Mirror and then unpause this. <laughs> That's it one. was the <laughs> It was the military episode where they hunt mutants. And it turns out that the mutants aren't mutants. That in fact the military has just put uh like <gasps> devices in the right. soldiers. So what they see is what the military wants yes. them to see. And the enemy that they thought were mutants were just people, but they were people with basically bad genetics. And <clears throat> I I swear, I, I had an idea for a story that was, that had a similar premise, but it just didn't have the story. Like, I had the premise in mind, and the premise in mind was that uh, technology grows so exponentially fast, and genetic mapping does too. And so... Uh, our technology could potentially identify like problem genes and who might be susceptible to certain types of things. So that person would, so like, you know, medicine could then provide that person with tailored care to his or her um, medical needs, but nefariously used, it could also be used as a tool to like screen out these 
genes that are like <clears throat> detrimental to the overall balance. Like Gattaca. Of the world. Yeah, I guess. I don't. Oh, okay. Like so the- I know it's not, it could not have been an original idea, but so. Um, <laughs> no, 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 keep going. So that, and then also, so that's like one premise coupled with the premise that. In order to live in harmony with the world with ever-changing weather and the devastating effects that it can have, uh, such as, you know, what's happening in the Carolinas right now, which is just terrible, like, imagine somehow, like, there's ridiculously complex and layered algorithms that would be able to be coupled with this genetic map, so you also know, like, an environmental cost for somebody's life. And then nefariously somebody steps in and basically like draws that bright line for that balance and you know a whole massive amount of people no longer exist and then there's a structure in place to um to maintain that balance and that was the premise and um and i never and i figured it would be kind of like a Oh, keep going. I'm, oh, okay. I'm just dropping things. <laughs> it's still recording. So I figured it would be kind of like an escape story. Like somebody would... Oh, there I am in the... Sorry about the headphones. That's okay. <clears throat> like it would be kind of somebody recognizing this um, this controlling element to society and would would be the one to break free of it and then kind of lead a revolution. So, you know, a story that's been told uh, before in general, but this, like, general premise that, like, there there is this group of people that are just killing and eliminating other people based on, like, genetics. And then the fucking Black Mirror episode premise, it was premised on the same thing. And all that did was validate that I have creative ideas. <laughs> <laughs> And it has empowered me <laughs> to come to this podcast thinking very highly of myself. <laughs> and you're bringing that oh my God, to the yeah. show. See? Yep. Perfect. I, this is like, this is developmental for me. <laughs> and this is why the WWE should listen to your ideas. Yeah. Like, me as a lawyer is like Drew McIntyre in three-man band. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm. <laughs> now I just need to. <laughs> oh, I need to find my pod, the Scottish psychopath <laughs> podcast version. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll be home free. It's <laughs> uh, the greatest promo you've ever cut. <laughs> hopefully, to hopefully get cerebral cut. assassin. <laughs> <laughs> That was fantastic. <laughs> so you think that was, that's a good idea, though? Yes. All right, good. <laughs> it's an awesome idea. Dundalk Diane tells me all the time that I have good ideas and I just need to write them down more often. Yeah. And then um, I don't, or, but... Or like Sophia, I'll say, I'll, she'll say, like, why don't, instead of saying all of your ideas out loud, you write them down <laughs> quietly to yourself? <laughs> In the um, other room. Maybe that's what Kat is saying in a different way. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I get it. 
I mean, there's only so much genius. Exactly. One, you just get you know, like two people can take it on a given day. I can't stagger around all day basking in this genius. I that's why we get limit done. That's why we limit this podcast to one hour every yeah, week. Right. Ish. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> Becky Lynch won. The yes. <laughs> yes, she did. That's, my, that's the greatest segue. <clears throat> Finally. Yeah. A second time, I guess, technically. Her promo on SmackDown was pretty cool. Yeah. I like Excuse angry me. Becky Lynch. I do, too, and she's ever with the crowd. Oh, yeah. Forever, I think. Hopefully. Until uh, Asuka gets her? I don't know. Well, you know, it would be nice. I don't remember who's on what <clears throat> roster half the time. It would be nice if the women's division just had some depth that was on TV regularly beyond the championship and, and yeah. on both uh, brands, which they're, is so stupid. They just need to eliminate the brands. All right, step one, eliminate the brands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make everyone ver- work two nights again. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, not that. <laughs> but at the very least, eliminate the brands for tag team division and the women's division. Yeah. And then you can reunite back to the one true WWE championship. Yeah. And then you could have the secondary Raw championship, which would be like the U.S. championship. Yeah. You could still have a, you know, if, why well, I, I the North American championship. <laughs> I think it's stupid to have. Um, can you believe? Uh, well, okay. To finish that thought, I think it's stupid to have uh, the brand split in in general. But if you were going to have it, you could have it with the men's singles division. Now, can you believe? Just put them all on two hundred five live. Make them <laughs> slim down if they have to. They're fucking so few of them weigh more than two hundred five pounds anyway. Yeah, let's just like drop kayfabe. Oh, and everyone's in two hundred five live. Like Seth Rollins is is just straight jacked, and so is Dean Ambrose, of course. And we saw them in Baltimore. They walked right past us, and you know, I'm not saying this that they're they're they could obviously beat me up. <laughs> <laughs> But those dude, they just did. They did not strike me as two guys that were more than two hundred five pounds. Like yeah, they were both shorter than me, and I'm six one. And they were both shorter than me, and obviously they're, you know, in peak physical condition, and I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not over two hundred five, and they weren't that much bigger than me. They were just. I mean, they were more defined, obviously. I guess. Anyways, <laughs> we might have to cut that out. <laughs> no. <laughs> That was great. <laughs> I, no, because I was just, um, I can't. Now I'm just thinking about like I, I wonder if I could Dean Ambrose. I could probably take. Okay, no. Well, <laughs> I used to think that for sure. Definitely not. Um, when I saw the video the first time of that like backyard match he did, where somebody takes takes like a sawzall to his head. Oh yeah, and like cuts him wide open. And there's just crazy blood. And then I guess he gave an interview where he was like, yeah, that was that was yeah. all kayfabe. Like there was nothing real about that. Right. Yeah, I saw that. Interview. And then he's like, wait, what kind of what kind of psycho do you think <laughs> I am that would do something like that? And now, you know, I question if he's a psycho enough to beat me up. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, he doesn't need to be a psycho. He could beat me up. <laughs> One thing I love right now about Dean Ambrose is um, Renee Young calling his matches on Raw. Yeah. Oh my god, what did oh I had, I had to write some she said um where the hell is it? I don't know. I thought I had it written down, but can't find it. 
but she was um oh, there was this great quote she said something like uh, oh that's a sign of the old or was it oh yeah that's oh, michael cole said oh we saw some of the old dean ambrose there and renee just says it never goes away <laughs> Uh oh, trouble in paradise. (laughs) But it was so funny. (laughs) It was so funny how she calls him. Uh, That's cool. Because she does it so straight faced. She just, but like, there's definitely uh, (laughs) she's having fun with it. And that's about all I know about. Remember from wrestling this week. (laughs) Yeah. That you know, Hell in a Cell was pretty. I did time it, though. Undertaker, it only took him four minutes from that first gong of his music to when he started speaking on the mic. So God, four minutes? He's moving faster. <laughs> <laughs> that, well, that's the raw ramp. And Imagine how big the ramp's going to be in Australia. Did he? Oh. It's going to be shaped like a fucking boomerang. And upside down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Uh. What did we say? We said <laughs> Triple H is going to come out in a cyborg kangaroo. <laughs> yes. Riding in the pouch of a cyborg kangaroo. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and he's just going <laughs> to come out of the, the covered in cyborg kangaroo mucus. But instead, he's going to have a tag match with HBK against Kane and The Undertaker. You mean the Brothers of Destruction? Is that what they are? Well, one of them's Mayor Glenn now. I don't understand. Like, doesn't he have a town or a county to run? He has time to go down to Australia and... Digging holes and... Play dress-up? Burying souls. (laughs) That's another thing I wanted to ask you about. When did that start? And why is it a thing? Oh God! I, I, have I just tuned that out? I don't. Or is it new? I don't have an answer to either question. It's like I, just been background radiation. Well, God, you know, I don't even know. Taking it, souls and digging holes. It definitely happened in the, during the ten years when I didn't watch. Uh, but actually, I don't think that that's true. Because I don't know. I don't know. I've been watching like pretty regularly for the past like six years. I I think it just started, and I think it's something someone said to Vince, and he's like, "Oh, that sounds good. Let's say that." And he's in there, and he's like in Cole's ear, taking holes, digging holes. Damn it! <laughs> say it. Say the thing. Say the holes. Say the thing about the holes. Obviously, the yeah. Saudi, Do you think when someone the Saudi prince? <laughs> of course who gave the wwe 45, 45 million dollars to 45 on... million for that <laughs> yeah the wwe made 45 million dollars on the greatest royal rumble yeah no wonder there's gonna be the crown jewel mm. i'm so conflicted but i promised i wouldn't rant about it on the podcast that's unless, what you're conflicted about unless... <laughs> whether or not you would rant about it now whether or not we're going to continue watching wwe <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> well, I mean, look. <laughs> <laughs> a man can only bend so far. <laughs> He's fucking got us. Where did he get that fifty-four million dollars from? Nine at nine ninety-nine a month a person. <laughs> but on top, like it looks like, I doubt the networks made him fifty-four million, forty-five million dollars. <laughs> well, he's starting in that football league, so. He needs all the money. Is this how he's funding the XFL through Saudi? Is that his end game here? That and Donald Trump's attacks on the NFL. Yeah. 
Holy crap. Oh, sorry. Here's, are you ready? I'm going to do, I'm going to pretend I'm a, a conspiracy theorist and spin them <laughs> together. Something crazy. All right. So what if WWE Hall of Famer in the celebrity wing and current president Donald Trump and Vince McMahon. His wrestling name. <laughs> the Battle of the Billionaires. <laughs> At the Crown of Jewels. At the, oh, <laughs> the, the Battle of the Billionaires too. <laughs> The crown jewel. The crown jewel. <laughs> the Saudi prince is just applauding for Donald Trump and Vince McMahon to octogenarian. Well, not yet, but rolling around in the ring as as the Saudi prince just yes stands up to the rest of the world and says, "I win." <laughs> uh. I have WWE Hall of Famer and current United <laughs> States President Donald Trump wrestling Vince McMahon for my entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> He's this close to making that happen. Oh, he just has to reach out for that brass ring. <laughs> if only, yeah, if only he was a brass ringer. <laughs> if he was only, he's just such a ham and egger, except not the ham. Probably. Yeah, he really plays the part well. <laughs> But <laughs> oh no, is Vince doing the job to the? Uh, we should to probably stop talking about this before the people in Hollywood, Florida, report us to the oh, FBI. No. <laughs> <laughs> These are just facts. These are things that have happened. <laughs> We're not adding commentary. <laughs> I'm just spinning a crazy conspiracy theory fiction where uh, Trump and McMahon get together. And said, "All right, here's the deal." <laughs> Because you know it's Vince masterminding it. I love how that's how everyone assumes he talks all the time. Vince? Oh, yeah. Here's the deal. <laughs> Donald. He calls him, he's definitely calls him Donald. Oh, yeah, of course. He'll he'll do it once. Oh, Mr. President. Come on. How long you, you know? However Trump talks. However, <laughs> how long you know me? I can't even bring myself to doing a... Like try to do a <laughs> shitty impression of him. Yeah, it's pretty. Ugh. Anyway, so McMahon is here's a here's a deal. <laughs> this Saudi prince loves wrestling. You got to get in there, and I'll bring WWE to, and all the democracy in America stuff. <laughs> Just because he wants to make the forty five million dollars, he helps get diplomacy going in place so it's a little bit more politically palatable to well vince definitely couldn't rely on creative to <laughs> write him a proper pitch anyway <laughs> so he's using all this money that he's getting the end game is to fund the xfl yep and he says to trump all right so you just trash this nfl as much as possible and just like and help me build america's true football network xfl yeah I that can't could, wait to subscribe to the XFL Network. <laughs> what is wrong with me? Oh, well. Well, you know, you got to draw some lines. Yeah. You know what my, I think my line is? I'm not going to watch The Crown Jewel. And not just because it'll be on at like 5 a.m. or something. But be, I think I might just skip it. Yeah. My decision is, I, I, I'm on board with you, but not out of principle, just out of the fact that... It's 5 a.m., Jesus. The fucking last... The Greatest Royal Rumble sucked. The whole event was terrible. 
Like, you know, there's that, there was that also. <laughs> there's only so much wrestling I can watch. It's my favorite part was look checking out the front row and it was just the bored Saudi family. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? I I bet half of them are there this time. Like they're just kids running around. Like not even watching. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's like a microbrewery on a Saturday afternoon. <laughs> 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 That's exactly what it was. But Just with kids everyone, and dogs but everywhere. everyone had leather recliners, <laughs> <laughs> and they were just dressed the same. <laughs> yeah, it was a uh, it was a big picnic for the family, <laughs> and I guess they filled in the stands with uh, you know citizens that were at a very healthy distance away. But there were no like floor seats other than the Saudi family, and then big ga- healthy gap. The headphones uh, not working. Oh no! I was just adjusting my glasses. Oh, we are shooting from the hip on this one. Also, <laughs> just making sure you're comfortable. Just want to make sure that you know. Oh no, I'm comfortable. It's just these stupid fucking dork glasses I have on. <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing almost the same kind of glasses as you. <laughs> that's fine these these glasses like they're there's they can just be so uncomfortable sometimes i've had them for like i don't know a year and a half now man i don't know if it's your first pair (laughs) (laughs) no definitely not but Anyways. Yeah, glasses suck. So, That's why all the nerves on the sides of my face are just dead now from years of my glasses. <laughs> Rub it against them. Half my face is numb. Thank, But my vision's still shitty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but another... I'm shitty enough to still be able to see what happens in wrestling. Aren't my segues <laughs> perfect today? So I have a, I have a, another story. Oh, good. Uh, Wait, story or anecdote? I don't know. What's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, anecdotes are fancier. <laughs> uh, Double D and I were watching. <laughs> we were watching the we were channel oh. flipping the other night, and the Dark Knight Rises was on. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, do you like the so the Batman the yeah. Batman movie? Do you like the Christopher Nolan? Yeah. Okay, so I, they're they're the last Batman movies I saw. Yeah, I think they're great. And and I don't know what the new stuff is. No. I look at it and I think this no. is this is for this is for people way dumber than me. <laughs> okay, so you're going to be right on board with what I say. <laughs> uh, and and, uh, and before you continue, I just want to say to anyone out there who likes the new uh, DC. Batman movies. You're wrong. <laughs> and your taste sucks. I don't know about the rest of your life. I'm sure you're making great decisions, but on this point, you're just fucking wrong. <laughs> That's a fact. Anyway, go ahead. Have you seen the Tim Burton Batman Batmans? Oh yeah. Alright. And did you see the two in between Tim Burton and Christopher Nolan where it was like George Clooney and Val oh, Kilmer? I saw those, yeah. Alright, good. So <laughs> <laughs> You hear how my voice changed? <laughs> So, um, you know, in general, Batman is is a very basic story. Good versus evil, 
And what to me said the Christopher Nolan movies Bat were Bat vs. Ice Cube. <laughs> the Christopher Nolan Bat vs. Vine Lady. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Freeze. Fucking come Chill on. Chill out. <laughs> Is that what? Everybody chill. Another member of the WWE Hall of Fame. Oh, God, yeah. So the Christopher Nolan Batmans were so cool because, to me, they were they sold this unbelievable story in a manner that was believable. But also, all the characters were were cool in their own way. Like, yeah. Bane, awesome. The Joker uh, and, the, and the Dark Knight, just awesome. Like, all the villains oh, were all the villains yeah. were great. In such a but grounded in in reality in yeah. a really interesting way. And so, what I want the WWE to be is the Christopher Nolan Batman, but instead, what we get is <laughs> fucking Mister Freeze and <laughs> Poison Ivy and fucking George Clooney as Batman. Like, how lame is that? Nipple suits. <laughs> like, how hard is it to just do Val Kilmer be the Christopher Nolan Batman? How hard is that? Yes, those movies were expensive, but you know, it's just, it's it's a simple story. It's just a simple story. <laughs> but, Good versus evil, settled by a fight. Yeah, that's all. That's all. That's all. Christopher Nolan told. That's that's how simple the story was. Well, uh, then you can't say things like "monster in the bank." <laughs> And then sell t-shirts that say monster on the bank to people who think monster in the bank is cool. And the one thing I'm learning, the one thing you learn, like one of the things you learn by being a wrestling fan is just how much dumb shit people love. And I'm not saying that the people are dumb for loving it, but I'm just saying a lot of people, a staggering number of people will buy dumb t-shirts. I didn't. Don't you feel like if, if Vince directed The Dark Knight, that after the scene where the Joker did his magic trick, there would be every criminal wearing a t-shirt that said, you want to see a magic trick? Of course! He would have, <laughs> he would have a, a t-shirt for every scene in that movie. No, like but they used to do in, in the, the 80s movie, and 90- they would be wearing them. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> They're all wearing it before the magic trick happens? Or for the rest of the no, movie after, from that point As off. soon as the magic trick happens, they start wearing it. <laughs> Every time they're on screen, like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I want one of those shirts. So you just know you missed the magic trick. And right before the credits, they tell you what website to go to to buy the shirts in real life. Yeah. And then they tell I you... I want a magic trick shirt! <laughs> and then they tell you they have more people buying their shit than, buy Kanye, than buys Kanye's West, Kanye West shit. WWE? So I noticed during SmackDown last night that I would believe that they had uh, they had this like I don't know I can't even call it a promo they just had this little tidbit like a Snapple fact <laughs> <laughs> under the cap of your wrestling yeah that was like thirty nine million people follow WWE on Facebook that's more than Kim Kardashian West and three other idiots combined and I was like wow they're like Donald Trump. <laughs> Yes! Like, there's a lot! But we could probably figure out this whole phenomenon. Hold on, I'm sorry, I tried to plug stuff in and talk at the same time. We could... I, I think that, like, the makeup of America was right under our noses all along. Yep. All we had to do was chart the John Cena t-shirt sales. 
Yeah, if there was like a million people that were willing to buy that dumb shit. Yeah, this then, is. Then you know. There's Trump. 61 million that would buy something. Trump else. was touring the country selling merch. <laughs> doing the same act in every city. He would say the city's name, getting big pop. He had catchphrases. He would say the things the crowd would chant. Yeah. Everything about his campaign was wrestling. And he learned all of that shit from Vince, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. God damn it. Probably not in the context of a campaign, but... We empowered this. I know! Unknowingly. We're part of that we America. Should, we should have seen it coming. But yeah. We knew Vince was going to take over one day. <laughs> this is what it all... But that's... Is this just... Is, is this just a heel turn of democracy? Is that what we're dealing with? Hmm. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll find out. Or is democracy the Hulk Hogan? What I want to know is, I part of me really hopes that this is a work. <laughs> <laughs> Just there's part of me like, ah, this is a work, right? It's definitely a work shoot, at, <laughs> at the very least. <laughs> but that is, that is a weird way to live. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst. It's, pi- it's, it's the worst pipe bomb promo ever. <laughs> <laughs> the whole world work I don't know but I do like that Iconics versus Asuka and Naomi feud happening you do? I do I like it I didn't like it before I think it's going somewhere okay where where can it go where can Um, it go that's going to benefit anybody if you if you don't notice uh, I think that I don't like it (laughs) (laughs) Here, here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you're about to like it. I, I'm going to convince you that it's a good... Well, let me preface one okay. of those. Let me qualify that last statement. I love the Iconics. Yes. And I love Asuka. Yes. And I... Well, now I have to say I love Naomi. I like Naomi. <laughs> but, no, I, I do really like Naomi. I think, yeah, she has done an amazing job of reinventing her whole gimmick. Yeah. And her entrance is awesome. Yeah. And I think she's really improved in a huge way she's really found herself i think yeah i i I've, there's just something that's missing for me with naomi that i would always put like oscar or sasha banks <laughs> sorry natty's valets are running in and out of the room i would always put oscar or sasha banks over over her still no sasha banks or bailey this week except in the connor's cure promo which i mean it's awesome because they're great, but Where it's a three fucking hour long show. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they can't find a spot for them. That's so stupid. I don't know. Maybe they're doing a lot of behind uh. the scenes, like uh, charity work or something now. I don't know how that works. I'm guessing and talking like I know what I'm talking. <laughs> so I like all, all three that are in that, the program. And I count the Iconics as one because gotcha. I can't imagine them being separate. No. Uh, but just something about that is just like not working for me. And Although Peyton Royce could totally carry uh, on her own. She is so fucking funny. Yeah, she's really good. Yeah. Yeah. She's my favorite iconic. <laughs> <laughs> that could not have sounded creepier. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just paused because I was... Uh, <laughs> I, I paused in, in horror at myself. <laughs> I was just thinking about um, Summer Heights High, which was the show on HBO. Um, that came out like nine or ten years ago, and it was God. It might have been new, uh, in new filmed in New Zealand, but I think it was Australia. But anyways, 
I'm not discernible enough to notice the difference between a New Zealand and an Australian accent. So, but there's so much of the iconics and just their accent that reminds me of that show, Summer High Tie. <laughs> and there's just a, I, I thought for a second that Billy Kay was reminding me of a character from that show. And that's why I was pausing. I wasn't pausing because you're a creep. <laughs> <laughs> They are saying both, you have a favorite iconic. They are both so funny. And so the reason I like this feud is because it has Asuka and Naomi, who are like established characters, getting the iconics on TV more, getting them some more screen time. Like they're not they're they're having them do uh do programs with do programs with listen to this fucker over here <laughs> hey, like, me and vince buddies <laughs> i know him. i look i watch enough wrestling it's like i'm friends with vince i can use these terms you hear that rick flair Woo! <laughs> he's always out there in the wilderness just <laughs> Woo! you say his name three times and he no. marries you <laughs> <laughs> Um, what the fuck was I saying? The Iconics and how they're they're using Asuka and Naomi yeah, yeah, to get yeah. the Iconics on TV. Uh, they're more. getting them on TV more, and I feel like they're they're sort of elevating them a bit. They're letting them do some. Asuka is selling when they when they fight them, so they're making them look strong. Like, uh, I yeah, think it, I think it's good for the Iconics. I think that's my problem with it. I feel like they're misusing Asuka. They can use other people to get the Iconics over. That I also agree with. I think that she shouldn't be doing a weird tag team thing. She should be... Who? Wait, is she on... She's on... She's on SmackDown. Oh, Another yeah. She should like, be, like, challenging... Get rid of the brand split again. Who cares? Uh, so, Asuka and it Becky just Lynch. Limits. Yeah, is what, yeah That's be what they should be working toward. Yeah. There's obviously... There's what the hell a, are those cats doing? <laughs> There's a lot of women's matches that would be really good. And it seems that what they're building towards is a lot of them just being with Charlotte Flair. So, Do you hear the sound of my cats just knocking <laughs> shit down the stairs? Sorry, I, it's just, I didn't... Ugh, go ahead. I it seems clean like that up later. They're definitely going to have a Ronda Rousey-Charlotte Flair match. Yeah. At some point. And then they're going to have another a rematch with Charlotte Flair and Asuka. Obviously, a rematch with Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch. How great was the Riot Squad dragging uh, a beat up, unconscious Natty out on, down the? I like the, the Riot ramp. Squad. I yeah, I do. Too. I really like Ruby Riot a lot. She's great. Yeah, she's really good. I think she's she's definitely the best of those three. Oh yeah, she's she's the leader of that stable for sure. Yeah, but I loved like having natty's music come on and them just dragging her out yeah like that was i haven't seen something that that was a really great idea ruby riot has a really good look and she i i, I really i really uh i noticed something in her match this past monday she did a move and it, you know she was the one on the offensive but the way she came out of it i don't know it's it's kind of hard to explain i would always i would need to literally point it out as it was happening, but it was just something that she did that was, it was one of those nuances and one of those subtleties that is just like, all right, that she's a really good performer. Yeah. Like she's really good at selling this, this match. Oh yeah. And it, it was, I say that because it, it's easy to, well, I, fuck, I don't know, but it, 
It's <laughs> sorry. Just the thing with the headphones again. Keep going. I'll fix it. I it's get a longer cable. <laughs> it seems like it would be easy to to have a reaction to you know getting fake punched, but to to have a reaction that she had after she did like the offensive move. I don't know. It was just a really nuanced thing. I think probably we'll edit no, 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 <laughs> like these going. three minutes out. No, keep going. No, uh, because my you're point... You're totally covering for me because I'm just dropping shit everywhere. My point was a stupid point anyways. It was very visual. Oh, that works good on a podcast. <laughs> uh, what a dick thing to say. All right, hold on. Boom. There we go. Now we have sound. See, this is all my fault. All I'm, right. uh, it's episode five. Oh, should I do the intro? I didn't do the intro. <laughs> now that we're 40 minutes in. Well, you know, we do what we want. Depending on how much survives. <laughs> it's the mid-card mechanics. Yeah. I'm Gavin. I'm Mark. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to the beginning of the Mark show. <laughs> <laughs> no, that didn't work. It worked. <laughs> See, every time I turn this way, I knock it over. This is hurt my notes. Um, I think I've come around on the bar. Yeah. I feel like they're two guys who are just ready to be the bar from now until they have to retire. I think I've talked about this before, but Seamus at ringside taking selfies during the match against the New Day and he posting was? them to Instagram he did? was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Tagging it with SD Live and just like, are you guys watching this? <laughs> <laughs> In real time during the match. It was so great. Man, what a what a great example of of why it's okay to break kayfabe and, and to kind of limit the tim burton effect (laughs) (laughs) i like this tim burton it makes a lot of sense that is going on in wwe right now like does seamus really need to come out in a fucking mohawk every week wearing a kilt he's so stuck yeah he's stuck but he will he likes that he likes the mohawk i don't know how he gets it to stand up like that the bar is they're they're really good for what they are they are the bar (laughs) (laughs) but they could do that you know without the kilts and the mohawk and could they the Swiss cyborg. Also, <laughs> I love it. Cat no asked the other night when he started. How? Why is he the Swiss cyborg? I have no, no answer to that knows. question. It's something that they just started saying. Yep. He like, never. He's never said it. Cole started saying it one night and digging holes and digging souls, burying souls, burying, or dig, <laughs> taking souls and digging holes. <laughs> Yuck! It's the people that helped us when we built our deck. Like, yeah, we take souls and dig holes. All right, great. We need a foundation. Go. (laughs) Cheapest bid. (laughs) Oh, I have... um, This is unrelated (laughs) to wrestling, but related to wrestling. Everything's related to wrestling. So I have an idea for a a potential weekly segment, or whenever we think Ah, of a segment. I like segments. Called Heel Moment of the Week. Heel Moment of the Week. Okay. So um, I'm a football fan. I've heard. I used to watch football. I like college football so much more than pro football. Always have. But then people started kneeling. Yeah. No. <laughs> Makes me like the NFL more. But <laughs> <laughs> so the the Vikings and Packers had a game this past weekend. 
that ended in a tie. And apparently the Vikings kicker missed three field goals in, throughout the course of the game, two of which happened in overtime. Oh. And he got cut from the team the next day. And at a press conference, the coach, uh, Mike Zimmer, was asked a question. What went into the decisions today to let Daniel Carson go? <laughs> Response. Kind of, kind of a dumb question. <laughs> Response. Did you see the game? And then follow-up question. Was it an easy, easy decision? His response, yeah, it was pretty easy. <laughs> Heel moment of the week. Wow. That Just is. fired the that guy. Is brutal. Because he missed a field goal in a game. Changed his life forever. But what a great story that guy yeah. will have to tell his grandkids about the time that he used to be in the NFL. Yeah. What happened, Grandpa? <laughs> We don't talk about that. Don't ask Grandpa about what happened next. Well, we'll just look it up on Wikipedia. Oh, what, there's a video clip? Oh. It was Inter- just cold-blooded. That, is, that sucks. Just so cold-blooded. Yeah, easy decision. But that would never happen in the XFL. <laughs> when the- Are you kidding me? You get fired in like the middle of the third quarter in the XFL. When the... Las Vegas, because uh, you know Las Vegas is going to have a team in the XFL. <laughs> It'll be like the, uh, I don't know. I really can't think of a Las Vegas joke. <laughs> so uh, The Vegas Gamblers. There you go. Perfect. The Gamblers. They, um, that'll never happen there. The Vegas Bunnies. The Vegas Bunnies. <laughs> the Vegas Depressions. <laughs> oh. The Vegas Rock Bottoms. And yeah. The Rock will show up and do a rock bottom for them every <laughs> once in a while. In the XFL, you you get fired in the middle of the game. And then there's an announcement. And it's like, kicker fired. So now you're a fan of the team. You're like, holy shit. Who's going to come in and kick this field goal? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> this is my yard. <laughs> <laughs> And he just oh. th- he picks up the center and throws him over the <laughs> over the field goal. Spare, spare, spare. <laughs> Michael Cole for no reason starts commentating. <laughs> yeah, that's what the XFL is going to be. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, there's no way it's going to be good, is there? No, God no. Oh, I don't know. I've been wrong about a lot of things about what America wants lately. <laughs> Maybe I'm not the best person to judge. Uh, that's about everything that happened in wrestling, I think, this week. Do you have anything else? I don't think we really talked about wrestling. Hell in the Cell happened. We talked about that. Oh, I have a question for you. Oh, okay. I think there was some Sasha Banks and Bailey on Raw. It probably just didn't make the Hulu cut. Damn it. Is there a worse name for a finisher than Bailey to Belly? <laughs> like, who came up with that? <laughs> Bailey to Belly. You're right. Disarm Every her. T- no, disarm her. <laughs> like, why? Who comes up with this? Disarm her is... The disarm her... Though a pun like Bailey to Belly is somehow not as bad as Bailey to Belly. Is it Belly to Bailey or ba- the oh, way I don't Cole know. calls it? I can't tell. Sometimes I think he says Bailey, Bailey to, to Bailey. Bailey. <laughs> yeah, 
Yes! <laughs> like, that makes no sense. There's one Bailey. I don't, oh. God, how shitty is he? He doesn't even know her fucking finisher. He, I'm sure he doesn't. He improvs it each time. Bailey the Bay! He's, he's stuck on Insiguri. Insiguri! <laughs> Got one! Nailed it! <laughs> Everything's an Insiguri. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that everything he's called an Insiguri is an Insiguri. That and the figure eight. He knows the figure eight. <laughs> Does he? What? Oh, okay, I have an I have another idea. Oh, I'm ready. And they're listening in Hollywood, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I so, hope that's where Black Mirror is produced. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Black Mirror, the BBC production produced in Hollywood, Florida. If you want to write stories for Black Mirror, just live in Baltimore for 10 years. You'll find inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm just looking out my window because I think I could see the police helicopter pretty much any given moment. I see it. It's you in see the it? distance. Yes. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> Greatest city in America. I just, I have a great vantage point of most of the city. Yeah. Just because we know we're uphill. <laughs> it flies over our house, like, nightly. Yeah. Thank God it didn't happen when my parents, the last time my parents came to visit. It no. is, knock on wood, it hasn't happened any of their visits. <laughs> <laughs> my dad grew up in Baltimore, he knows. <laughs> so, uh, ESPN, I, which I don't watch, I just want to clear the record on that one. I hate ESPN. Why do you hate ESPN? Um, because, like... The older I got, and I, it's not like I'm that old, but, like, sports are just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Says, you're talking to someone who co-hosts a uh, professional wrestling <laughs> podcast with you. <laughs> like, I, I like them for <laughs> I like them for what they are, but, like, yeah. you, ESPN just took it way too far. And, like, the whole... What did they do? Just, just in general, the whole concept of it being, like, a lifestyle, of sports being oh. a lifestyle, it just really kind of irritated me after a while because it was just, like... And then ESPN turned into, like, a 24-hour sports news thing. And it's like, well, what? They, so, oh, really? So they're, like, the cable sports news yeah. channel now. But, so, I don't know how long it's been since I stopped watching... Uh, I don't know, years, several years at least. Mm -hmm. And also, I, as an Ohio State fan, I feel that they are biased against the Buckeyes. <laughs> <laughs> so that adds to it. And so, you know, in response, I oh, just... That was just pardon the interruption. <laughs> I just tune it out. But anyway, so... I used to um, love that show. Is that still on? I think it is. Tony I don't Kornheiser. know if it's still Will Bond and Kornheiser. I think, I think it's still... It should be. Season. How could it not be? Every now and then they have other guests on. Ugh. But ESPN used to do this thing called Sports... That was the only show I liked on ESPN. <laughs> Those two, I loved them. ESPN used to have a show or a bit on Sports Center called Sports Science. And they had this... Oh, yeah. This scientist. I don't know what he was. Probably a sports scientist. Probably a physicist. <laughs> and he would do like... Footballologist. Yeah, a footballologist. Who would like break... <laughs> he would do like different... We didn't even think the name through... <laughs> He would like do different bits where he would talk about like using uh, metrics as a way of explaining like how physical certain things are, like how much impact you feel from Indomitian Sue tackling you, and 
they would have like in Damakasu, like do it on like test dummies and stuff. And they would measure impact and stuff. And and they would they would then like put these metrics out there that would compare like an average person, an average Joe to of the t- average Joe's tackling God. force? Yeah. And as a way of being like that's how impressively athletic this person is. So the harder you can tackle someone, like so they're quantifying like a scale of Yeah. Mixed with like speed and athleticism in measurable ways that can then be compared to an average person. So you being the average person watching this know how much better this person is and how like much more skilled. So it gives you so in theory, I suppose it would give you a greater appreciation appreciation for the level of talent that exists in the NFL. Oh, gotcha. And it's probably also a good way to kind of track the the outermost capabilities of what the human body is capable of doing. Yeah, that would uh, like a responsible coach would probably want to know all that. A yeah. responsible coach and GM would want to know all that information so they don't like overutilize their players, but also use them to their advantage. Got it. I don't know if that's actually happening. We should probably coach an NFL team. Probably. <laughs> I mean, we could. If we just put our minds to it, it could we could totally do it. It's just but, but why doesn't but my question i have a okay. quick question. Uh, so you if you you have these metrics of kind of measuring this specific um, kind of niche of human athleticism. Um, and I'm, I'm, I imagine that they have like a scale of some really impressive football players who can tackle really hard. And yeah. When they like, were, when I watched this and they would do it. Yeah. I was like, I mean, whatever the numbers were, Oh yeah. were but, clearly different between like the way they measured whatever it was they were doing was clearly different than the objective than like a, what they were putting as like the normal person, but okay, so like, but they get a good idea of like how hard someone could possibly tackle someone, or yeah, like or like how so, far someone could hit a baseball, oh, or how cool. how hard they could, how fast they could throw something, how quick <laughs> they could react to something, like you know, they were measuring Got different things. It. So, so where do you think Dean Ambrose would scale? <laughs> well, see, that's the whole thing. WWE could just fucking make it up. Yes! <laughs> Making his way to the ring at 385 pounds, Dean <laughs> Ambrose! But, well, yeah, that's one way of doing it, but also... <laughs> but they could use sports science... 18,000 people on their feet! <laughs> um, was the, the, was I'm the pretty early sure... WrestleManias? 103,000 people <laughs> on their feet! I'm pretty sure the Superdome in New Orleans holds 7 million people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So those are those are some t- statistics I can get behind. <laughs> but they could they could like do a little bit of that dumbass uh Superman punch. <laughs> and but they could do it with sports science to explain why cocking his fists and jumping in the air and punching somebody <laughs> generates so much more force. <laughs> Cocking the fist. I would love to hear the scientific explanation for why that. And then also the yell. Well, <laughs> he has more hype particles coursing through his veins. <laughs> is that is that what psychologically that scent of a woman? Is that what he's referencing? <laughs> I don't understand. So he it just heightens the sense. I love that movie. <laughs> I don't understand the hoo-ah. It heightens your sense of smell. Hoo-ah! And it's like, I know what the inside of your mouth looks like way too well. I think it's a maybe a Samoan thing. Is it? Oh, now I'm racist. <laughs> <laughs> I 
don't know. Maybe if there was only three <laughs> people talking on the fucking mic during the show, they could explain that. It's never once been explained. That would be interesting to me. That would give him, that would give some definition to his character. It would give us more of an insight into his background other than, he's the Rock's cousin. Right. Like he's channeling or something in his a, blood and culture. Yeah. That, like, like when Paul Heyman cut a promo about his dad. Yeah. It's like, oh, right. There's a legacy there that's completely being ignored. Yep. Ugh. Does that make up for me being racist? I wonder how much of that forty-five million Roman Reigns got. Cocking my fist, I'm making millions of dollars. Not that I could do what Roman Reigns does, but god damn it! Well, if only there was like a sports science to objectively quantify it for you. <laughs> Well, but like, why doesn't, you know, why doesn't WWE do stuff like that? Like Randy Orton uh, throwing himself on the mat when he's hearing the voices and like doing that weird thing where he pounds the mat before doing his uh, finisher. I mean, you, what's the sports science behind that? Well, there's you no see, science behind he, uh, it. But, he hears voices. But at least, yeah, at least something beyond that, right? Like, we don't need to get like Better Call Saul level in the details. <laughs> Although, <laughs> I wouldn't say no. <laughs> Well, that's just really good storytelling. That's amazing. Let's do a Better Call Saul podcast after this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, this this season of Better Call Saul is just on fire. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Did you, know, have, did you watch this past week? I did, yes. I'm spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. <laughs> did I'm, you notice Jesse? No! What? Oh, you didn't notice that? I didn't notice that. When Saul was selling the cell phones before the cop came and interacted with him, uh-huh. Jesse rolled up in his red car and bought three cell phones from him. He had long hair, though. Oh, shit. Yep. That totally blew by me. Yeah. This has been another episode of Better Call Mark and Gavin. <laughs> There's no other, there's no other, it had to have been Jesse. It was definitely his Captain Cook car. Oh. And there's no other, there's no reason why, and it looked like him in his face other than the long hair. There's no other reason why they would have zeroed out that, that like 10 seconds. I'm going back and watching that. (laughs) Nice catch. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's really, it's going to be really interesting to see how this season ends up. As a lawyer, how was the lawyering? It is. It is just. So I, I I don't work in a private firm, so I can't speak to that from personal experience. But um, what I can speak to is the on behalf of all lawyers, I would like you to. <laughs> I can definitely speak to the scenes when when he's in when they're in district court, or presumably it's their district court. But it's a, it would be the jurisdiction in which you don't have a right to a jury trial. It's bench trials in Maryland is district court. I presume in what they're portraying is the Maryland equivalent of district court in Mar- in New Mexico. And the way they portray that is phenomenally accurate. Yeah. With the shitty attitudes of the clerks interacting with the lawyers and how you just have to kind of butter them up <laughs> to just how boring it is and how you see the same people all the time. Wow. And the judges know you and you know the and you know the judges and There'll be comments made that are based on like these interactions that occur throughout a longer period of time. It's ridiculous how detailed it is. Wow. And um, the way they portray the private firm life 
is also ridiculously detailed um, based on what I've heard of my friends that are lawyers that work in, in private firms. Like the pressure, but just like even down to like the formality and um, the whole sequence of Kim Wexler's story arc where she's like just every day calling everybody that she knows trying to find that one client to prove herself. Not only as an attorney, but probably as a female attorney too, because like women in the legal profession are vastly underrepresented, but also uh, grossly disrespected compared just like, to men. Just like the tech community. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Or well, every community. <laughs> Except in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> oh. The week so, after revolution! <laughs> the way, um, like, uh, I think Kim Wexler for me is probably the least compelling of the characters because she's the newest to the story for one. Mm-hmm. But um and it's it's of no it's not due to the actress's performance or um the storyline I just think it's not as compelling as the other ones for what Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul is. But I think the way they portray her profession is uh and and her being a, a a younger female attorney trying to succeed in it is fucking ridiculously accurate wow it's it's so it's it's just amazing how nuanced and detailed vince gilligan's storytelling is yeah it's it's absurd so yeah the legal profession is is just very accurately portrayed hmm well, that's good to know. Because <laughs> it looked from, I'm like, this is fucking amazing. Yeah. And then, like, I think, I should ask Mark if it's how accurate it is. Probably the only, the biggest inaccuracy. Makes me think I could have been a lawyer. <laughs> the greatest inaccuracy is probably the idea that Kimball Exler even ever has time to see Jimmy McGill. And, oh, like, they yeah. actually even have time to sit down and have a meal together. Because, like. Uh, a client like Mesa Verde or working in the firm where she's working now in the mm-hmm. story, like she would have no life like 80 to a hundred hours would have to be spent in that office. Wow. Like she wouldn't be sitting down with her partner every night having a meal. That would be the only inaccuracy, but then it'd be really boring. Yeah. <laughs> There'd be no way to progress their story. Right. Well, I mean, that's kind of where it's going where she has to choose between, you know, herself and her, you know, having a serious career or, Saul Goodman. Oh, and he he chose a long time ago. Yeah, and she that realized opening scene of this latest episode where they had the split yeah. screen. Oh yeah, was it was fucking amazing. Yeah, I mean he was Pure physically that cutting her out of his life. Yeah, like their actions, like they were just merely coexisting. Well, this has been another episode of <laughs> Better Call Mark and Gavin. Primo. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think we we covered wrestling for this yeah, week. Yeah, we did it. That's a that's a that's a that's a solid hour. I mean, this is basic, but again, like you know, to reiterate what we said in last week's episode, which will be predated, I guess. No one will ever know. Yeah, except when we we're doing that, we released the Hell in the Cell preview before after Hell in the Cell happens. But no one will ever know. <laughs> yeah, because no one will ever listen. <laughs> And no one's ever going to mention it on this show that we're posting two episodes out of order and then covering up our tracks. Oh, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) And if you picked up on that detail, just send us a message. 
throwing potatoes. Still haven't gotten no, a message not a from, single you know, person. Certain person. Fifteen people have downloaded it. Well, it comes Zero over to my house and for every big pay per view. Can't no even send me a text potatoes. saying throwing potatoes because you didn't make it that far. But <laughs> I mean, I get he brings potato tots, which is the coolest maybe thing ever. That's, maybe that's his way of saying throwing potatoes. <laughs> Tots are so delicious. I benefit from that too. It's throwing great. potatoes through tiny cylinders that are deep fried, yes, and then dipped in a sriracha ranch dressing. Where does he get those tots? Um, sticky rice in Fells Point. Oh, really? Yep. So this episode, Golden West, could be brought here. to you oh, by Sticky mm. Rice. I was about to. Say, it wasn't, but I was backing up Golden West tots. <laughs> Golden West has really good food. Yeah, definitely better than sticky rice. But sticky rice has the because I can the walk tots. to Golden West. Mm. Yeah, and I can just get tots right now if I want. So sticky rice started in Richmond. And, oh, uh, my best friend are they Richmond style tots? <laughs> nope, they're not racist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, the way they make them up in Cecil County. <laughs> I guess they make them Richmond style up there. Uh, uh, local humor. <laughs> anyways, that's been a, a number Sorry, of Hollywood of Florida. <laughs> that one doesn't make any sense to you, I know. I don't know. I'm sure there's a, a fish taco that's good in Florida. Just pretend we're talking about that. And, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they have... A Cecil County or two in Florida. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every state has their Cecil County. Some more than were others. They, where they may or may not still have an active clan. <laughs> oh. no, we're going to end on that note. <laughs> well, we are now, I guess. Anyway, uh, what we're saying is... Uh, don't join the clan, kids. <laughs> yeah. That is bad. That's a heel move that you're not coming back from. No, there's no coming. Well, you, you can, can come be back. president you one day. Ever... <laughs> <laughs> but that's as far as you can go. You definitely couldn't run a successful real estate company. No. <laughs> you couldn't run a successful winery. No, no. You couldn't run a successful fucking casino. But, you know, you could be president. <laughs> Always believe in yourself, I guess, this thing. <laughs> we, may, we may have gotten a little too political in this episode. Well, I don't know that we've said anything that's really that shocking to anyone who... It can be shocking. No. no. I mean, I'm all, I don't think we're like, what cutting political commentary this these <laughs> mid-card mechanics have really given us. Ooh, hearing all these insights we didn't know we're we're living in weird fucked up times everyone knows it's fine i guess it's just all very confusing well that's why we have wrestling it's the one thing that makes sense and that's why we're doing the podcast exactly because it's not as good as it should be and the whole point of this podcast is to make it better yes and we're so all creative needs to do is just ignore all the (laughs) nonsense distractions that we talk about yeah focus on our brilliant ideas that's right but yep. maybe I understand forty-five million dollars in Saudi Arabia is a tough thing to balance. Maybe not if you love money. God, how much? Forty-five million dollars. How much money awesome. must that be to? Would I say no to forty-five million dollars if Saudi Arabia offered it to me for what I for putting on an event? <laughs> I I, I wouldn't know, say no tough. to three hundred thousand dollars. I know. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I get that's it. A, I get it, Vince. But, yeah, I don't know. It's, you know, the people going... Okay, we're, we're... That's enough. All I know is that it's happening the week after Evolution, and that's weird. It's just... Yeah. It, it's just, like... I don't know how to I don't know how to feel about it other than it can just so easily be misinterpreted as being something more than just simply providing entertainment yeah that it makes it it makes it troublesome to people that are it's not that I think like it's a superior a superiority but it's I think it's something it's certainly like an awareness of being engaged in what is happening in the world. That, you know, not all people are, so they wouldn't take that into consideration. Sure. It's not necessarily a bad thing. And plus, Vince McMahon loves money. (laughs) Well, Vince's motivations are clear. That's it, yeah. He doesn't, I don't think that... But our motivations for watching it don't necessarily Mm. need to be compromised because of the other issues, you know? Yeah. Like, we bought into wrestling. We're not buying into all the <laughs> Yeah, we've made our bed. We know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so if we watch it, it's not like we're sponsoring everything that we would be concerned about for wanting to watch it, you know? Yeah, and Vince may not really be looking at, like, the streaming numbers. Like, well, boy. Well, fuck no. If he's getting $45 million, <laughs> boy, it's the, going to happen the either Crown way. Jewel sure got a lot fewer streams. But this $45 million <laughs> sure spends exactly the same. I think for me, the deciding factor is I'm probably not going to watch it. I'll certainly read about it. And if it's, I mean, it comes on at like 5 in the morning. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm definitely not going to watch it live. But, no, you know. like uh, the Super Showdown. Oh, yeah. No, I'll, I'll watch that. Not live. Not live. <laughs> no, but like, you know, later that day, I guess. Oh, wait. Sophia, Sophia, wake up. <laughs> you ready? I got on the iPad. <laughs> But the the crown jewel. Don't I don't you want to see the brothers of destruction versus DX? <laughs> Ooh! Just isolating my wrestling fandom, isolating that, and then that in a vacuum. Going back and watching the Greatest Royal Rumble, I didn't like it because it was just a fucking house show. It sucked. And so if it's if the crown jewel is going to be that, I'm definitely not going to watch yeah. it. Yeah. But if they put a forty-five million dollar house show, yeah. But that's if they put amazing. like a good, like a good entertaining show on, yeah, I'll go back and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. If they, put I'm doing on- this for the wrestling entertainment, not for where they're performing or maybe why they're performing there. NXT Takeover Saudi Arabia, I would probably watch. Yeah, we know Sami Zayn won't be at either event. No, he will not <laughs> because he has a hurt shoulder. <laughs> 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 and that's the only reason the why. only reason <laughs> just like the only reason toad has been in the news lately <laughs> is that everyone loves mario kart and no other reason other than that uh, i think right. i think that's, this has been a, a fucking brilliant episode another flawless episode five in a row well, this is five, maybe right? six. It depends how many of the last episode. Oh is. yeah, or six. Well, <laughs> it remains to be seen. There might be a a box set version to be released at another date. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the B sides and rarities. Oh, that'll be great. There's only only nine ninety nine a month. When there's a B side gem, though, it's awesome. Yes, that's true. Yeah, and we usually don't have the microphones going though, but we'll write them down and oh, we'll reenact them. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, I, I was thinking more of like actual like music. Oh, I was still thinking about us. Oh yeah, but we definitely have, we definitely say brilliant things with these when these mics are running and when they're not. Obviously. Yeah. All right. Well, and we've, uh, we've spoiled the audience with going beyond an hour. So. I think so. So that's the week in wrestling, right? Primo. <laughs> <laughs> There's our. That's our entrance theme again. <laughs> There's more. There's more? If you want to contact us. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. I'm email sorry. us at right. midcardmechanics <clears throat> at gmail.com. Right. You're setting that up, right? It's already set up. Oh, I haven't set up the Twitter yet. I'll tell you the password when we are no longer recording. <laughs> no, you can just check it. <laughs> it's fine. It's on my cell phone. Perfect. I'm waiting for the first email. <laughs> the first email that's <laughs> that's not from google <laughs> telling me to authenticate so something. email us throwing potatoes <laughs> and you win uh, or or tweet us at at midcard mechanics maybe if that's available we went through this last week <laughs> I, I didn't look it up did i yes midcard mechanics i think it's available oh yeah all right i'll just have to go register it <laughs> <laughs> by the time you hear this i've probably registered it it's please the, don't register it if i haven't this is the groundhog day moment of the episode yeah, otherwise we'll have to be mid-card mechanics too <laughs> <laughs> all right that's it all right.